So, guys, do you struggle with being authentic in the world of social media and influencers? Have you ever wondered how to be yourself but still be relevant and promote your things or what you do on social media? Well, today we're going to talk to Venetia Patel, the social media queen and motivational speaker. One, two, three. Hola, hello, everyone. It's your host, Sabrina, and welcome to the Pretty Sure Podcast, where we'll talk about everything from travel, dating, to expat life, and everything in between. With new guests and topics each week, we'll get advice, some insights, and talk about things I'm pretty sure you've all experienced at one point or another. Sometimes all we really want to know is why, what does it mean, and am I the only one? See, I felt alone many times in my life, but I've gotten through it all by having my friends at my side. So I want you to think of me as your new best friend. We'll laugh together and maybe even overthink a little, but we'll have a damn good time at it all. So get ready, guys, because here we go. Hi, everyone. So I used to have this issue on Instagram before where I felt like I had to kind of put a mask on and just put a version of myself onto social media that I thought was acceptable or that people would like. And for the longest time, I couldn't figure out why it wasn't really resonating and why I wasn't really connecting. And this is going to sound very superficial, but I didn't really have many likes or comments. And so I had to deal through some things, but this is for a future episode, so I won't say too much about it. And I decided it was just too tiring not to be my true authentic self. And then actually in doing this, it wasn't even planned. I started connecting with more people and just having way more fun in social media. And so this kind of brings me to the topic that we're going to cover today with our lovely guest, Venetia, who's, as I mentioned, the queen of authenticity on social media. So welcome to Pretty Sure, Venetia, and please tell us your story. Hey, thank you so, so much. So my name is Venetia. And as you've already explained, I love using social media. I actually have been using it for so many years. And it's only just recently that I've realized like sort of the power of it and how it's really grown my business. So I basically Mm -hmm. work with network marketers, and I help them to tell their story through being authentic, through being their real self, because this is what's really helped me grow my business. So Mm -hmm. I basically help them to tell their content and just tell their story, just being their real self on social media. Mm -hmm. And so what made you get into social media? Like, how did you start? So I was actually working in lots of different jobs and it was in 2016 where I was in my job. I was doing Mm -hmm. like I was doing admin, I was doing events, I was doing social media. And, you know, when you're in your full time job, you're sort of running around feeling, you know, overwhelmed and stressed. And I was actually in Thailand, Thailand that year. I always struggle with, with saying it. So I was in Thailand in March 2016, walking around one of the temples in Bangkok thinking, oh, my gosh, there is so much more to life. And, you know, my full time job and the job that I was actually doing, like I loved it so much. But it's actually the social media side that I was really drawn to, because Mm -hmm. by working in all these different jobs, I was constantly showing up, showing people what I'm doing, showing people what I'm eating, where I'm traveling to. And it's actually that side that thought, oh, my gosh, I've been telling a story, I can actually use this for my business as well. And that's when it started. And that's the same Mm -hmm. year that I actually left my full time job as well to run my business. And what was your initial business? Was it just face, uh, focused on social media? Like, were you being social media manager for different brands? Like, what was your first offering? 
No, funnily enough, I actually started by doing my network marketing business. So I started by talking about my products and growing my team. And then mm-hmm. on the back end of that, I was doing sort of like a virtual assistant. So I was doing admin and I was doing social media. And because I was getting all this work coming in, you know, through referrals and just showing up, it was actually the social media side that grew. So like you said, it was the management and then the one-to-one training and it just grew. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And it's taken what, four years and it's still growing just by constantly showing up and being myself. And as funny Mm -hmm. as it sounds, it's just about being yourself and authentic. So yeah, that's crazy how it happens to um, a lot of people actually that they start their business and they think they're going to do something and then it just ends up turning into something entirely different. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And before when you were working in your job, did you ever dream of like, oh, I'm going to start working in social media? Had you ever considered it or was it just something you're doing for fun and then you kind of decided you loved it? It was just something that I was doing for fun because when I was doing my job, I loved the whole event side and keeping busy and social media. Mm -hmm. And I never actually thought of doing it. But the more that I started doing the work in my job, and again, when I left, that's when I, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when my love for it grew even more so. Yeah. And was it the Thailand trip that made you realize, hey, I want to do, like, I want to start a business by myself? Or what kind of actually moved the needle towards the point of you deciding to open up your own business? Well, I was actually doing my network marketing business as well as doing my full-time job. And Mm -hmm. it was that trip that year where I thought, oh my gosh, because I was in a job, I was going above and beyond, you know, um, for my colleagues, doing other things. And I just thought there's got to be something more. So when I was, you know, traveling in Thailand and I saw, you know, one of these temples, I was like, there's got to be something more. Like I can't just run around being tired, being stressed all the time. And that's when I thought, right, I need to give my network marketing business a go. And it was, so four months after that is when I actually left my job and thought, that's it. And that's when I started to run my full-time business. And it's one of the best things that I did. Wow, that's crazy. It is. (laughs) Were you scared at the beginning or were you just so confident and you were like, yes, I have to do this? Well, I was really scared. So the initial plan was when I got back from Thailand to give in my notice. <laughs> but I thought, no, I've got no sort of plan or anything that I'm going to actually do. But mm-hmm. um, sorry, what was the question again? Yeah, that. Oh, I actually forgot. <laughs> I'm so concentrated <laughs> listening to what you were saying. <laughs> um, no, no, that's fine. It happens. Uh, I think I was asking you about... Was it the Thailand thing that made you change? And if you were actually really scared, like what was the main factor that was kind of holding you back, I would say? Oh, I think obviously there is that, you know, being scared and you've got that regular income that is coming in. But it was actually Mm -hmm. traveling because after Thailand, I went to Rome, then I did Zimbabwe and I did Berlin all in the same year. So it's actually Mm -hmm. from doing this traveling, I thought, right, I want to spend more time doing these things and not just be restricted to just one holiday a year. So I was scared, but at the same time, I was more excited to start my journey. Yeah. So you kind of just want to be your own boss and control your own time, right? Exactly. Be my own boss, go on more than one holiday a year. And it's the best (laughs) feeling in the world. And did you ever think like when you were younger that you were going to own your own business? Like, was it the thought that was running around the back of your mind or it just came upon? No, it just came upon like, just like that, because I was always one of those people when I was at school, when I was at college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And you kind of get scared because, you know, you're with your friends and they've got it all set out, right, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this course and they know exactly what they're going to do. But I had no idea. 
Oh, I totally get you. That that used to happen to me as well. I still don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like I kind of have an inkling of an idea and I'm starting to do things, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're all just lost there and we kind of go seeing what we do now and then we move from there. I feel like you have to take it day by day or else you exactly like, seeing the full picture is what drives you insane. I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> so we all know that social media can get really overwhelming. Um, what have you learned over the past years that you now apply so that you can feel kind of a sense of balance? Like you're not being an imposter, you're truly being yourself and you can just use social media to your advantage. So one of the first things that I noticed was just by showing up and sharing all of these all of these different things. So the travel side, what I was eating, you know, pictures with family, just by showing mm-hmm. up and actually sharing what's going on behind the scenes and taking people along the journey with me is not mm-hmm. selling. It's literally just telling people, this is what I'm up to. This is what I'm working on. These are the clients that I'm helping. And it's just by doing that and consistently showing up, you're taking people along that journey with you. And that's mm-hmm. what you've got to do, you know, just to keep that balance. Because sometimes people are like, oh, I want to talk about my service or my business. Don't sell, just be your true self. And, you know, I feel like everything will fall into place just like it has done for myself. Yeah. Were you scared at the beginning to be so open with your followers and your social media? I was because I wouldn't like I wouldn't ever go live or talk about, you know, what was going on. But once I started doing all of these things and actually mm-hmm. linking it to myself, I was like, oh, my gosh, look at this amazing feedback and comments that I'm getting. So mm-hmm. I remember one of the first live videos that I did, I actually linked it with my love for food. So all I was doing was I was asking people for healthy recipe ideas. And off the back end of that, I got so many messages and, you know, people mm-hmm. commenting on my videos. Yeah. And then I just continued to show up thinking, oh, my gosh, it's that easy. Like, wow. How did you get over the fear of uh, posting live videos? Because I know that's one of people's main fears when they're on social media. Like it's fine to post pictures. It's fine to like record yourself and post a story. But live video seems to be the people, the thing that people get stuck on. So how did you actually motivate yourself to start doing live videos? So one of the first times when I planned to do a live video, I remember I was in town. I was at the library. I thought, right, I need to do the video. I didn't do it there. Then I was outside the library and I was in my car and I said, I'm I'm not going home today until I've done this video. And I planned it all out. I wrote it out. And then what I did after that was I broke it down into bullet points to make it a lot easier. And I remember sitting in my car thinking, right, I'm just going to do it. And when I did it and I finished, I just got a buzz thinking, oh my gosh, it wasn't that bad. Like, what was I scared of? And then every time after that, I do the same thing. So I plan it out. I cut it down into bullet points and I know exactly what I'm going to talk about as well. Mm-hmm. Which makes it a lot easier. Feel- Sorry. Totally. No, I was just going to say, <laughs> how long do you feel like um, a live should be? Like, how do you time it? Do you time it or do you just go naturally how it happens? Yeah, well, I, I just tend to go naturally between five to 10 minutes because the thing is, mm-hmm. I don't want to be talking for too long and I don't want to bore people either. So I think between five to 10 minutes, depending on what you're talking about. Mm hmm. Yeah, that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. And so everyone talks about authenticity nowadays. I feel like it's one of those buzzwords that it's just like, I want to be authentic. I want to be authentic. Um, But what does that really mean for you? I think it's showing up as your true self and just being real because we see so many people, obviously, I feel like social media is very noisy. It's very crowded and you've got so many different people on there. And the way I think that you should really be showing up is being your true self. So say, for example, you know, you do your live videos. It's kind of like 
You're not showing up thinking, oh, today I'm going to talk about da 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 because that's not what you really sound like in real life. So when I show up, I'm still myself. So when I record a lot of my videos for Instagram TV, I'm doing live videos, I actually tell people like, oh, if you see me looking here, it's because I've got my notes. Or, you know, once Mm -hmm. I was feeling really hot, I kept sort of, you know, rubbing my upper lip because I was like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. And just doing all these things because that's life. And people actually like to see that. It's not just like a perfect polished video saying, hello, today I'm going to share social media tips with you. And just by doing these things, I've actually got more sort of inquiries coming in and clients wanting to work with me. They were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just posted a video where you're like sort of touching your upper lip, feeling hot. And I said, (laughs) that's life. Like that happens. Yeah, you just have to roll with whatever life throws at you. Like if there's exactly. a dog barking, you like call out attention. Like, hey, I'm sorry, the dog's barking, it's not mine. Exactly. It's real life. That's what happens. And that's what you've got to do and just keep showing up as your real self. Yeah, totally. I agree with you 100%. And this kind of also brings me to the obsession that people have nowadays with likes and followers. Um, But what do you think actually is more important when you're trying to build social media, either engagement or community? I think the main thing is just building sort of, like you said, it's community. It's about building connections Mm -hmm. and relationships because I feel like we spend so much time when we post a video or whatever it is, looking at the number of likes But actually, it's about getting to know like your followers, building a community and, you know, just adding value, like, you know, with whatever you're doing, whether it's for your business. And I always come from a place of leading with love, because if you, you know, if you lead with love, you build a community. I think that's what it's all about instead of just focusing on, oh, I've only got this many likes. But in actual fact, look how many people have have benefited from watching this or from looking at my latest post. Yeah. So do you feel like there's a correlation between having an X amount of followers and actually the clients you have or no? Like what's your opinion on this? No, because I feel like a lot of people focus on the number of followers. I mean, it's all good and well having 20, 30,000 followers, but then you've got to look at your content as well. Like, are you providing value? Are you showing things that people are actually interested in? Because it's all good and well having this many followers or this many Mm -hmm. likes on your post. But in actual fact, what is that converting to? Is that actually converting to clients? Is it converting to, you know, things that people actually want to see? And I think that's like the main difference where instead of looking at the likes, you look at the number of actual, I don't know, comments and feedback that you're getting. I think that's so much more important. Yeah, and like actual clients that contact you and book you and everything. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm pretty sure you have uh, a lot of interesting stories being a social media content queen. But have you ever had like, what's your favorite experience that has happened thanks to your job? Well, because of my job, one thing that I've always, always wanted to do is Mm -hmm. I wanted to do more charity work and I wanted to travel more. And just Mm -hmm. by sort of leaving my job and running my business, I've been able to do that. So one of the main things I wanted to do was I wanted to do lots of different challenges and treks. And because of my job now, I've actually been able to trek um, Mount Snowdon, which is in Wales. I've done that three times. I've done the Great Wall of China. And I actually used social media to talk about it because I sort of built up the excitement. I did a live video. I've done like fundraisers and coffee mornings. And it's it's actually because of my business and social media that I've got to talk about these things and get donations for different charities. 
And it's just, I think it's such an amazing platform that you can use. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. What has been your favorite expedition? I'm going to call it. (laughs) If I had to narrow it down to one, I'd have to say maybe the Great Wall of China. Wow. Did you like climb all of the steps? Did you walk along a big part? Like what was that like? We did all of it. So basically because it was for charity, it was in nine Mm -hmm. days. And we actually did different parts. So some days wow. you couldn't actually see parts of it where it was broken. Other days where yeah. it was like the touristy parts. It was really interesting because it was from, um, I think there was about 50 people from all over the UK. So that was definitely like an unforgettable experience. That's crazy. That's amazing. So would you say that the, your favorite part of your job is actually connecting with people or helping them? Like bringing them to succeed like what's your favorite part about it I think it's both like I love helping people because of the fact that I've grown my business using social media and I love showing Mm -hmm. them how easy it is because sometimes I feel like when my clients come to me they feel like a little bit overwhelmed or you know just a bit stressed because they don't know what to be posting how to be showing up and I love showing them like you know it's simple ideas or just putting together content for their business And yeah, I just love that side of just helping them and really breaking it down, but not breaking it down to be sort of salesy and this is what I should do, but breaking Mm -hmm. it down that's specific to them and, you know, just showing up as their true self. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I feel like you would be, you're really good at that because you have like that spirit. I can feel it from here. Thank (laughs) you. The spirit of like helping people. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So you're, I know that you're also a motivational speaker. What is that like? It's actually pretty, it's exciting, but it hasn't always been like this because I was actually one of those, you know, kids at school that used to be really scared, Mm. hiding at the back, you know, never putting my hand up. But now I actually, I get a buzz out of doing it because I just love sharing like my tips and I love hearing the feedback. Mm. And it's just like, it's such an amazing experience because I've been able to talk, sort of share my tips at events, share them in groups. And I just... I love doing it. It's just really bizarre because I never thought of myself as, you know, speaking to so many people. But now I just, I get a buzz out of it and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) What actually made you become a motivational speaker? Did it also happen just like by accident? It stumbled upon you or did you actually plan it? No, I never planned it. It was by accident. It's getting asked to speak like at different events and just sharing tips. So it just happened. I never thought of it. So it's really bizarre. (laughs) And you also mentioned that you used to not like be the one that was raising your hand as a child. So I imagine you had stage fright at the beginning. How did you actually overcome it? And like, what tips would you give people that would like to speak in public or would like to learn to speak in public, but can't bring themselves to? Like, how did you overcome it? I think I used to overthink things a lot. So I remember Mm -hmm. sort of sitting at the back, you know, you get that feeling of, you know, you're shaking, your palms are sweating, thinking, can I actually do this? But it's actually sort of giving yourself a pep talk thinking, yes, I can. And just doing it because once you do it once and you hear the feedback and encouragement from people that are listening to you, you think, oh, my gosh. So that actually wasn't that bad. And then you just keep doing it because I've had you know, moments where there was one time where we were doing the team training. And I, all I had to do was talk about my story and why I'm running my business. And I was in tears Mm -hmm. because it's such an emotional thing. Everyone starts their business, you know, for different reasons. And just by sharing that, you're showing like your vulnerable self 
but people don't mind they actually like listening to that side of you and I think Mm -hmm. it's just it's just the encouragement that you hear from people I think it's incredible and it just keeps you going thinking if I can help just this one person by doing my talk then you know that's made my day yeah um is there has there been a funny or embarrassing moment that you've had since beginning to be a motivational speaker I'd say not as an actual speaker would you say do you know when I was talking in a um so I did a Facebook live in a group I'm sure this Mm -hmm. still applies because I was speaking to (laughs) think there was about 2,000 people that totally applies like that is that is a huge public so I was asked to share um, Instagram tips in a Facebook live and my dad had no idea and he basically walked in and I kind of just looked oh my god what are you doing (laughs) you know the thing is that's life and I had no choice but to just carry on saying oh my gosh guys I'm so sorry but it was fine we just I just said oh (laughs) asking for something and then I just carried on because you know that's life yeah oh that's so cute parents usually do that too they do My mom, especially since she's been here, it's so funny whenever I'm having like a Zoom call or like one of those mentoring calls or whatever, I turn my camera on and I tell her, but she forgets. And then she comes in and like grabs something and and then she looks at me and she's like, oh my God, I'm on the camera. Why would you do that to me? (laughs) And I'm like, I literally told you, (laughs) like, this is not my fault, mom. I feel like sometimes we need a sign or something to say, working, do not disturb between these hours, because I feel like that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to work on my sign. That's actually a great idea. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to put something here in my makeshift floor of an office. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> so is there something you'd like to tell your younger self if you could, like it could be anything from your work experience, your business, or just like life in general? I think one of the main things is maybe just telling myself that you can believe, or you can do anything that you want to, because I feel as though when you're in school and college and university, you know, you feel scared because everyone has got it all planned out thinking, right, I'm going to study this. I'm going to become a doctor or whatever it is. And I think that's what really scared me because I had no plan. But in actual Mm -hmm. fact, I feel like everything happens at the right time. And just having that belief that you can actually put your mind to whatever it is you want to do, you can achieve like all your goals. And I truly, truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. You just, mindset is everything. It's the base of everything you do. It is. And even now, like I work on my mindset every single day and it just, it makes such a big difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that's, that's what sets your life and your day for everything. If you want to do good and be good and have success, I feel like you have to not only believe in yourself, but like work on strengthening your mind as well as your body. Right. Exactly. I agree. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure you've also had an experience at some point in your life where you've probably felt like you're either the only one to live it or to think it. It could have been a fear. It could have been a thought. um, But can you tell us a little bit about it? So I think this was the first time I actually went up and I did the public speaking. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of the scariest things because it's like I was saying before, I was actually sat at the back. I remember Mm -hmm. just shaking, my palms sweating, thinking, oh my gosh, am I really doing this? And you know, when you Mm -hmm. get up and all those eyes are on you, I feel like Mm -hmm. everyone does this before, you know, either a live video on social media, before they record, you know, it's when they're actually going up and they're speaking to an audience. And I feel like it was so scary, but actually doing that, it's like I was saying before, you get a buzz thinking, oh my gosh, it wasn't actually that bad, but it's actually... 
not overthinking it and just doing it like thinking to yourself right it's only going to be a few minutes I've done it what's next and just having that confidence yeah. Yeah. So it's like actually just the right before you go up, you're like, oh my God, why am I doing this? I I bet nobody else feels like this. Is it just me? Mm-hmm. But I, f- I feel like a lot of people do. Even when I talk to my clients and they've not ever done like a live video or whatever it is, I said, you know what? You just need to do it. And I always hold them accountable saying, right, so when are you going to do your live? And we put a date in the diary and, you know, we do a bit mm-hmm. of prep thinking, right, this is what you talk about. We start breaking it down. And it's actually giving them the confidence thinking I was in the exact same position. But imagine yeah. like the first time you do it, you just keep going. And even for myself, like I do Facebook live videos all the time. I think I had um, a social media training once. And I remember mm-hmm. I came back after sort of five o'clock and I was stuck in traffic. And one thing that I always said to myself when I left my job was I'm never going to be stuck in nine to five traffic when I run my mm-hmm. business. And that happened. So I remember sitting in my car thinking, oh my God, who commutes every day? And I just started up a conversation with people like, how do you do this? But again, it was just, you know, because I'm so used to showing up and being live, I can do it so easily now. And I love doing it. So what do you tell other people that might be thinking the same thing? Like, oh my God, I can't do this. Uh, What am I doing? I bet nobody else feels like this. Like, what do you tell them to remember? Just do it. (laughs) It's as simple as that, because I feel as though we overthink it thinking, oh my gosh. And you sort of talk yourself out of it. So it links back to the first time that I went live and, you know, I was sat in the library and then I avoided it thinking, I'm not doing this. But then it's actually thinking, right, but what's the worst that can actually happen? Like, really? Yeah, that's totally true. I agree with you. Exactly. (laughs) So I want to kind of end the chat with a couple of lighthearted and rapid fire questions for you, just Mm -hmm. so we leave it on a good note and just like have some fun with it as well. Not that this hasn't been fun. It's really been exciting to talk to you. I've learned so much uh, from what you've been telling me. I hope everyone listening as well. (laughs) Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Um, Read. Oh, interesting. Would you rather visit a different place every time or go to the same place you've loved multiple times? Oh, that's a difficult one. I think I'd go to a different place just to go and explore. Okay, that's good. I feel you. I agree. Do you prefer Instagram or Facebook? Oh, definitely Instagram. What about you? I'm more of an Instagram person. It's changed, actually. I used Mm -hmm. to be a Facebook girl, but now I love Instagram just because I feel like it has less restrictions. Mm -hmm. And you can be so, like, you can be yourself. You can be creative with it as well. Like, it's it's so much fun. Yeah, exactly. And you can just like connect with more people. I also feel like Facebook is kind of dead. Like it's working for businesses, but not for actual people, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think a lot of people nowadays are using Instagram and TikTok as well. I keep seeing. Me too, but I refuse to go on it. Like I don't, I don't want to have another social media app that I just go on all the time and lose my time. Okay. Even if you don't, just scroll through some of the videos, five minutes. It's so much fun. (laughs) I've seen all of the challenges though. They look insane. Have you tried doing one? Well, I did try, but I just like to watch. So I haven't actually put anything up yet. I'm just watching for now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe your next challenge will be there. Exactly. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Are you more of a late or an early person? And this could actually be mornings or afternoons. Um, As in like, do you wake up late or early or do you sleep late or early? Um, definitely early. I love getting up early, doing my morning routine and just starting the day in a good way. Yeah, definitely mornings. That's crazy. At what time do you get up? 
um, I'd say between 5.30 and 6. What? Every single day? Yes, apart from weekends. <gasps> That's insane. You're going to have to give me the secret to that because I cannot get out of bed before 8.30 a.m. Okay, do you know what you should do? Put your alarm in a place where it's not near your bed so you physically have to get out. That's a good one. And don't snooze. Like as soon as you hear it, just get up. Otherwise, you just keep sleeping. And I do that. I snooze it maybe four or five times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm such a snoozer. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Um, I'm writing all of this down, guys. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to do an episode one of these days of how I started waking up at 530. You'll and see. Then, You'll and then you can me. tell everyone about your morning routine. That'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to mention you. I'm going to say, hey, guys, so Venetia recommended this and it works. You guys should try it as well. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. <laughs> um, are you more of a cocktail or a beer person? Oh, definitely cocktails. Yes, you're one of mine. What's your favorite cocktail? Um, sex on the beach. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Always when you go Do on you... holiday. Yeah. For me, it's a pina colada, though. Oh, good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, do you rather work from home or in an office? Definitely from home. <laughs> do you still like? Do you still feel like you're productive? You don't have the urge to go to like a cafe or a co-working space or anything. Um, I definitely do. So sometimes I like working from home, but like you said, I like going to really cute cafes, even if it's like mm -hmm. somewhere like Starbucks or a local cafe. I like to try out different places. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Um, are you more of a beach or a city person? And I feel like this one's going to be hard for you because you're such an adventurous person from what I've heard. Do you know what? That's really difficult because I love sort of exploring different cities and wandering around. But if I had mm -hmm. to choose, it would definitely be the beach because I don't know, everyone loves relax. the beach just to relax, to get a tan and sip on cocktails. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. For me, it's not a vacation unless I go to the beach because in a city, you still, like you said, you run around, you go see the monuments, you go visit things. And in the beach, you just like sit and do nothing. Mm -hmm. And you can really, really relax as well. Yeah. Thrillers or comedy? Oh, definitely comedy. Nice. Are you a more of a sun or a rain person? Oh, definitely the sun. <laughs> and last one, spicy or sweet? Oh, definitely spicy really yeah I love I love something that's got a nice kick to it I'm really missing Nando's right now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Nando's is the best it's on my list I wish they had it here in Paris <laughs> I'll send you a picture <laughs> oh my god please do send me all your food goals I will do well anyone who's not following Venetia you will find her link on the description you should definitely follow her her adventures are amazing and she's just a great person to follow she as you as she mentioned she does a lot of lives so if anyone wants to tune into those you're going to be able to after listening to this episode and I just want to thank you again Venetia for chatting with me today I know you told me before going on air that it was your first podcast so how do you feel about it now that it's ended I feel amazing. It's like before you do a live, you feel so nervous. But when it's over, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, is that it? So I feel amazing. So thank you so, so much for having me. No, I'm so glad to have had you. And this was a fabulous time. And as I mentioned, you'll find all of the links again on the episode description, ours as well. And don't forget to please give us feedback because we like to give content that you're going to like. So if you have a certain topic that you want us to discuss, or if you want a certain type of person with a specific job that we could interview, um, don't forget to send us a message either on Instagram or you can find our email link as well in our Instagram page. So and give us a review. We'd also really appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys next week and I wish you a wonderful day. So peace out, everyone. Bye.